This is the Western Union Daily Briefing for Thursday, July 19th. The dollar is off to another mixed start this morning. It uh, had been uh, off to a slow start, so really across the board. The dollar had been down against uh, most of its major rivals. But uh, it has since snapped back some against the single currency. It's now in shallow, positive territory against the euro. But uh, against the rest of its rivals, uh, the U.S. currency is at multi-week lows against the yen and the British pound. And it's uh, now at uh, multi-month lows against a lot of these uh, commodity-backed currencies, which have really been uh, benefiting from uh, soaring stocks and commodities. And I think this is on the notion that uh, we could get some more global stimulus uh, from a lot of these central banks around the globe. Uh, That is giving a boost to market confidence, uh, as uh, has some uh, data that we've seen on the U.S. housing market this week. So that is uh, giving a bit of a boost to sentiment. But uh, somewhat uh, weighing on the risk rally this morning, or, or slowing it a bit, was a number on weekly jobless claims. Uh, They actually disappointed in the latest period. They were up more than expected, uh, climbed up to uh, 386,000. That's from a four-year low of 350,000 the prior week. But I think uh, the the past couple reports have really offered a fuzzy picture of the labor market. Uh, For one, there have been seasonal factors behind this, so it might take a couple more weeks to get this sorted out. But uh, on balance, I think investors are really going to are likely to press on with the view that uh, sooner or later, perhaps before the end of the year, uh, the Fed might have to step in with uh, some more action to boost the economy. And as long as that uh, remains uh, a possibility for the Fed, that is something that can really hold back the dollar's uh, upside potential. For the euro, it's uh, now generally under pressure against all of its major rivals. It did fall to a three and a half year low against the pound, and it did clock another in a recent string of record lows against the Aussie dollar. Uh, one of the things that's been weighing on the euro have been uh, some comments uh, recently from Uh, the German Chancellor, who basically didn't give a ringing endorsement to the Euro project. Uh, She was speaking yesterday. She basically said that there was more work to be done to uh, put the Euro currency union on a long-term sustainable path and that more work had to be done. But uh, still, uh, Ms. Merkel, she did sound optimistic in the single currency's uh, survival over the long term. Uh, But still, I think uh, Ms. Merkel's uh, sense of underlying doubt in the Euro Uh, That's pretty much consistent with a lot of market players. Uh, So as a result, uh, that has uh, put some new pressure on the single currency. The Japanese yen is uh, holding up reasonably well uh, despite this risk on climate. Uh, That tends to put uh, general pressure on safe haven currencies, but uh, not the case today so far for the yen. Uh, We do have it at uh, six-week highs against uh, the dollar. That's a level that is close to matching against the single currency as well. But uh, investors might be uh, on guard to or might be careful to bid the Japanese currency up too much. That's because we have heard uh, from Japanese authorities uh, recently that uh, they could step up uh, their action and perhaps uh, intervene in the market to uh, take some pressure off its currency since uh, that does pose a big threat to the Japanese economy. A strong currency does uh, because that can uh, risk a slowdown in exports. The pound is uh, also doing well this morning. It's at uh, two-week highs against the greenback, and again, it's at these uh, late uh, 2008 highs against a single currency. It's really uh, riding uh, this rally in risky assets. But uh, the pound's upside uh, appears to be limited. That's because we had some more disappointing data out of the U.K. this morning. That only adds to the view that the U.K. economy likely spent the second quarter in recession once again, and that only uh, keeps pressure on the central bank to act in support of the economy. Uh, the number today was on retail sales. Uh, that was only up one-tenth of a percent for the month of June. Uh, that was well below expectation. So again, that uh, could uh, cap the pound's upside potential. 
the Canadian dollar and a lot of its uh, commodity sisters, uh, the ones from Australia and New Zealand, again, they're the ones that are really rallying this morning. Uh, we have seen uh, the uh, Canadian currency rally to nine-week peaks against the dollar, while the uh, Aussie is up at its uh, highest in 11 weeks. Again, uh, I think uh, the belief that we could see more, another round of uh, global stimulus, uh, that is something that is boosting these currencies, as are the latest rally in market confidence and uh, the surge in stocks and commodities. So as long as that's the case, as long as there is uh, the belief that we could get some more action from central banks, uh, that should provide some uh, durable near-term support to uh, this dollar block group of currencies. We've got uh, more data. We've got uh, 10 o'clock numbers on existing home sales, uh, a report on leading indicators. That's a gauge of future growth. And then uh, the Philly Fed Index, uh, that's a gauge of uh, mid-Atlantic business conditions. Uh, so once they come out, I'll pass it along. But for the time being, the dollar's uh, doing better against the euro, uh, but it's down against the rest of its major counterparts.